Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, the Kansas City Chiefs are champions of the uh, the football world, and um, there's nothing we can do about it. The 25-22, they, they are dominating. Third Super Bowl in five years. And I think to your point earlier, Seth, I think the most impressive thing about this one um, is, to me, the, this is going to sound weird, to me the most impressive thing about this Super Bowl championship for Kansas City is how unimpressive they've been throughout the season. You know, yeah. is that yeah. they, there was a time going into the postseason where we knew the Texans were going to be playing a playoff game. We didn't know if they were going to win the division yet or not, but we were polling Texan fans about, all right, it's either at Buffalo, at Kansas City, or a home game with the Browns. What's your preference, Texan fans? And there were nearly as many Texan fans that wanted to travel to Kansas City to play the eventual Super Bowl winner as wanted to play Joe Flacco at home in a game they wound up winning by 30. Yeah, you know, the, that, the, the Chiefs were underdogs throughout the playoffs. All th- and yes, all through uh, the last three games they were underdogs and they were on the road. Yes. Yeah, through the, on the, yeah once, they, uh, once they left Kansas City and started playing, Started playing teams that weren't like playing forty degrees below their uh, their body temperature. Yeah. Then uh, they were they were still the, the same old Chiefs. I'd say same old Chiefs. I I think offensively they never looked as high powered um, or as scary as they have in the past. Yeah. And yet in those clutch moments in the fourth quarters of games, it, like I hesitate to say that it was playoff experience that really mattered in that game last night as much as it was. Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, Steve Spagnola, um, just them being better at their jobs than their counterparts. And, um, you know, especially defensively, if you look at the strengths of both of those teams in a lot of regards, the defenses, I thought that the Chiefs are just a better and more complete defense uh, on the pass defense side of things than the 49ers that still, like, the, the 49ers have more weaknesses. And you you gave enough time for Pat Mahomes to figure out what those weaknesses were. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Experience is an interesting one because it's so <laughs> it's so nebulous. You know yeah, what I, I mean? mean like, obviously, it helps. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like that, it, and that's it, that's what I was going to say. I think it helped the Chiefs more yeah. than inexperience hurt Brock Purdy. There wasn't a I, point I, in that game where Brock yeah. Purdy looked overwhelmed to me. Right, right. Yeah, that's where it was driving me insane. And again, I like, I, like I'm not going to gripe about Romo too much. I thought there were some weird things he said last night. But one of the weird things he did is at the beginning, really almost for the first three quarters, anytime anything went wrong for the 49ers, he was dead set on it being because of nerves. And I felt like uh, there was a little of uh, the lady doth project too much. I feel like Tony Romo, who who himself uh, maybe had a little case of the nerves in big situations, was acting like anything bad that happened. After Moody had already hit a Super Bowl record field goal, uh, he was he, the, Romo then blamed it on nerves that he missed that extra point. Yeah. Um, Brock Purdy starts off five for five. Romo's still uh, talking about how Brock Purdy's got nerves and in this moments like this, that, the other. No, like sometimes it's just that sometimes guys just aren't as good as the, their counterparts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, that's all there was to it. The, the chiefs, if anything, like if you would, if I knew nothing about football and I went into that game and I was watching it and I had to guess which team had never been in the Super Bowl before, frankly, I would have thought the Chiefs. The Chiefs looked like they completely and totally lacked composure yep. for much of the game. They looked like they were panicking at times until 
the fourth quarter in overtime when, yeah, whether it's playoff experience or just superiority took over, the tide changed just enough. And it wasn't overwhelming, and it wasn't dramatic, but it was just enough. Um, so some of the storylines surrounding the game, off-the-field stuff, gambling stuff, let's get into a few of those. Travis Kelsey apparently had the speech to end all speeches on Saturday night. That might be the that might be the biggest reason I'm I'm kind of disappointed the Chiefs won, partially because you know they're just they're turning into the team that wins all the time. This is probably how baseball fans outside of Houston feel about the Astros, particularly fans in the American League, because they take one spot in the ALCS every year from everybody else. That's the Chiefs in the AFC, and now they've won a third Super Bowl. Um, but this Travis Kelsey speech, I really wanted to retroactively tweet something after the game about, boy, really effective speech, uh, the Chiefs lost. But apparently this speech, Seth, ended all speech. This was, uh, it brought people to tears. Tears? Uh, tears, yeah. Yeah. You think there was Kelsey- a lot of crying with, with Travis Kelsey yesterday. They, <laughs> in the pregame, they were showing the, it was like a, it looked like they were showing players slideshows of their childhood. Yeah. And Travis was brought to tears in that moment. Yep, yep. I don't think Kelsey's retiring. Do you? That was the that was the connecting of the dots so. going on. Yeah, nah, you can't retire when you're still this. <laughs> really good. In the, yeah, like he's having a good time. Yeah. I think it, I. Uh, you know what I was? I found myself dreading was not any kind. I don't. I don't mind the. I don't mind the Taylor Swift shots. I was dreading a Jason Kelsey shirtless shot. I really there was like that part of it. I just didn't. I didn't need to see more Kelsey. Kelsey bros just shamelessly trying to get camera. That time. felt like Kelsey was dragged in by Buffalo people as much as anything. Remember that was the game in Buffalo. He went along with the moment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he that's... probably was, he was partaking a little bit. He was just out of the postseason himself. Yeah. Just probably going on a little bit of a bender there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, are Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Mahomes at odds? For those who don't know, Jackson Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, TikTok sensation, younger brother. Brittany yeah. Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes wife. Did you see the video of uh, Brittany Mahomes? Yeah, like him, him trying to get into her table at a VIP party Yeah, and or she walked up to the bouncer, and it looked like basically told the bouncer, don't let him in. Yeah. And he had kind yeah. of that sheepish, like, why are you doing this grin yeah. on his face? And she just walked back over, kind of like gave a side eye to him, and they just started dancing. She just started <laughs> dancing. Yeah. I'm guessing, yeah, he's probably, he's probably had a, I'm guessing they've had a conversation with him, like some kind of an intervention in terms of just, your behavior in general, and there's going to be a moment where we just we're going to have to cut you off yeah. in certain events because it's it's gotten to be too much, man. Yeah, we got we got Taylor Swift around now. We got to protect her image as well. <laughs> it's not just it's not just our own images that we're worried okay. about. We have to protect Taylor Swift's. Image. That's true. You know that could be, I think that's 100 percent right. And and here's why: like Brittany and Jackson were like inseparable, rooting for Patrick before Taylor showed yeah. up. And yeah. now, and I know, I know. In the incident we're talking about, Taylor wasn't there, but yeah, she wasn't. Whole, she yeah. wasn't. But Brittany's not slumming anymore. Like Brittany's hanging out in a much nicer neighborhood now than Jack. Jackson's just some TikTok dude. Brittany is best friends with the biggest pop icon on the who, face of the earth. Who was the woman to Taylor Swift's left that she kept hugging? Uh, well, I I don't know. <laughs> White lady with an eighties perm. I just I don't know. know. I, yeah, I, I read that she showed up to the stadium with Ice Spice and Blake Lively. Those were the two people she arrived. Is that at the Blake stadium. Lively with a different haircut than I, I'm used to. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I I don't know. I know the person you're talking about in the shot. I don't know who she is. Um, as far as gambling tragedies in this game, the national anthem, the under, the over oh, under, yeah. the over under was eighty nine and a half seconds uh, on the national anthem. Reba McIntyre was singing it. And for everybody who had the under, she got to home of the brave at the very end. Yeah. And it was under. And then she had to gratuitously tack on another home of the brave for no apparent reason. (laughs) For no reason. She's like, and the home of the brave. The brave. So that actual, it wasn't, and she just said the brave. Yeah, something. Like she tacked on some gratuitous two or three words at the end that put it, Way over the total, dude. Chris Jones, uh, Chris Jones produced the tears on cue. Yes, that was impressive. Yes, that, oh, <laughs> dude, they were like like a single tear down both either side. That was impressive. But when the shot started, he had nothing, and I then he know. just and then he just blinked his eyes once, and it was like he had it's 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 like he had little bladders in the back of his eyeballs, <laughs> like some kind of Hollywood trick. Yeah, Some kind of Blake Lively thing. Chris, yeah, that was Bla- yeah. that was Blake Lively, by the way. Next okay, to her, to her left. I don't. The, the the hair kind of threw me. Yeah. She looked older than Blake Lively. Hey, speaking of hair, 
Yeah. J.J. Watt. Ah! <laughs> Where are we at with that, huh? I, I liked it. I noticed it. when. So for those of you who didn't notice it, and didn't think that much of it. I didn't think that much of it. Thank God. This is one of the times when X.com was good to me. Um, he had it kind of spiked up or whatever. Kind of? Like, <laughs> He's never had his hair like that even remotely close before. <laughs> it was pretty spiky. Uh, it brought back memories of like maybe early 2000s, right? It was about like oh, yeah. it was that, that type of haircut. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, my favorite comment was somebody who said that like uh, Super Bowl 58 was bringing – Bringing memories of like Usher at your high school prom back in a big, big way. That was exactly. I think for JJ's guys, here. guys that are in their thirties right now, maybe had like a very nostalgic evening because of uh, because of the existence of Usher and JJ Watt with his spiky blonde hair. JJ, especially because he's. I mean, he's naturally blonde, but like the spiked, frosted hair. Like I think Landry posted one of his old photos from high oh school. Oh my god! Where, yeah, where Landry You're looking like Landry Locker hair. in high school. That's what you look like, JJ Watt. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, JJ acknowledged this. JJ yeah. he tweeted after the game. Might have been during the game. You ever switch up your hair and wonder if anyone will notice? They notice. <laughs> that's all he put. <laughs> okay, here it is. Here's the one. Here's my favorite one. Super 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 Seventy Sports, which is a an awesome Twitter account, um, said this has a picture of JJ. You know, it's got a picture of him. You know, on the set there. God, Seth, we cannot downplay this. Uh, JJ, I, I don't know who got in his ear about this haircut, man. But he's there. Were, there were a lot of Mark. Like you think, like peak Sugar Ray before yeah. Sugar Ray went back to being Mark McGrath. Yeah, yeah, like he's never done anything like this before. Okay, so. Says JJ, Super 70 Sports, JJ Watt looks like he's about to give a toast at a wedding and go completely off script with at least one story that will contribute to the eventual divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, like a bro. He, like a, he's a bro. he looked like a super bro. Yeah, a, yeah. a bro at a 2003 wedding. He looks like a bro that, yeah, giving the best man speech needs everybody to know just how hard they rocked and uh, how many diseases they contracted. Yes. Yeah. Now, as far as toasts go... Um, J.J. Watt had some nice things to say about Andre Johnson. Here was J.J. Watt when he found out that his former teammate and friend, current friend, not former friend, former teammate, current friend, Andre Johnson, going into the Hall of Fame. All is right with the world. Andre Johnson, Hall of Famer. Man, it is truly a beautiful thing to be able to say those words. Congratulations, brother. Congratulations, you deserve it, you have earned it, you have a gold jacket, and you will now and forever be remembered as one of the greatest players to ever play this game. And damn, is that rightfully so. So, 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 so happy, so happy for you, man. This is incredible, so well-deserved. Everybody in the H is so, so proud of you, man. I can't tell you how special this is, man. I, I hope you are enjoying every single second of it. You deserve it. I love you, brother. I am so happy for you. Congratulations. Yeah, see, I needed hot take JJ right there to go, and I will join you in 2028. I need I needed JJ to predict his own induction into the Hall of Fame five years from now. That was a nice, nice little tribute, though. Uh, text message. My wife, who 100% would cheat on me with JJ Watt, really did not like his hair. Yeah. But she'd still yeah. probably sleep with him. Oh, she would with the hair, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, she's not like she's gonna be like that's a deal breaker. JJ. <laughs> right. I was willing to, I was willing to break the vows of my marriage for you, but not with that hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got it. Everybody's texting in Blake Lively, Blake Lively, Blake Lively. We got it. Yep. Yeah, it was Blake Lively. Yeah, I got you. Um, JJ was Blake w- Lively. Did Blake Lively used to go out? I don't know who anybody is anymore. What's his? Um, uh, never Seth, mind. why are you about to ask? She's me married this? to Ryan Reynolds. Okay, th- she's married. She's oh, married to you, Ryan man. Reynolds. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. all right, all right. Yeah, I've never seen her with her hair like that, and it really, really threw me. Yeah, yeah. I love Ryan Reynolds. I wish I could have seen more Ryan Reynolds. JJ's hair is a bit like a early era Ryan Reynolds. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, Jackson Mahomes was partying with Kelsey's ex all weekend. Okay, cool. Uh, Kelsey upgraded probably is my guess. Taylor Swift. It's tough to uh, tough to top. Um, a bunch of people texting that. Yeah, in. I don't know. It depends on what you're into though. As far as like like dating Taylor Swift is gonna 
that comes with a whole bunch of hassle along the way. Like, you know, I, like I'm not even I'm not bagging on Taylor Swift. Right? I'm yeah. just saying because she's a celebrity because she's right. a worldwide celebrity. I think for, that's a whole lot. Yeah. Of, yeah like the, the connection's got to be pretty strong to overcome that part of it. For Travis. Plus, I don't like I don't like uh, like uh, it's a, it comes it comes with a different set of dynamics, too, when you're the. You're the lesser breadwinner in the relationship. Oh, you're male or Travis's? female. If you consider yourself a breadwinner and, okay. you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, Dude, he's kind of a kept man now. If Amy wants to go make more money than me, she can knock herself out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how Travis is wired, though. Uh, I think, uh, you know, some guys, some guys don't handle that as well. We's, we, we've got to see if he – I feel like Travis will handle that just fine. Travis has a little bit of that vibe of uh, what was Britney Spears' first, first husband there? The, um, oh, Kevin Federline. He's got a bit of a Kevin Federline <laughs> feel yeah. to him where I feel yes. like he'll be just fine with me in the lesser bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am um, the, the Taylor shots last night up at the box, the, the luxury box up there. Yeah, I thought it was the appropriate amount. She's always into the game. Like she's she's clearly a huge football the, fan. That's the whole thing. That's actually why I didn't. I wanted fewer Jason Kelsey shots than. Taylor Swift shots because Taylor Swift never looks like she's vamping for the camera or anything like that. She just looks like she's into the game. And looks her, authentic. She's, she's been a she's watched football with her dad since way back. That yep. part of it, I think. I do think. I do think though. I think there's a little bit of something going on on social media or on television too, where people are white knighting a little too much, where they act like. Where they act like the only reason to dislike anything surrounding Travis Kelsey is because of extreme misogyny or something. Mm -hmm. When in fact, Travis Kelsey has been on the list of top 10 most disliked players pretty much annually since he was a rookie. It like, this is, this is not something new. So like, whenever you show that, whenever that player is making a, a really, like, as close to taunting as possible first down gesture, and then you zoom to anybody involved with him, people aren't gonna like it. So like, uh, let's, let's acknowledge that there's room for, there, there's room for nuance here. Not mm-hmm. everybody that dislikes seeing something close to Travis Kelsey, it means because they secretly deep down inside hate women. All right, let's, uh, I like you use the word acknowledge. It's Monday. It's about to be yeah. 725. Acknowledge me. We will acknowledge the big performances from the weekend, a very Vegas flavor to acknowledge me next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast. All right, real quick, we're going to acknowledge here in just a second. Acknowledge me. We do it every Monday at this time. We acknowledge big performances, good things from the weekend. Um, I guess I'll, you know what? 
Um, I'm going to acknowledge myself here real quick then. Acknowledge me. Courtesy of Irwin on the text page. Yeah. When Seth, when Seth brought up Britney Spears in the previous segment said, oh, and that guy, her I first said husband. Trav- I said Travis Kelsey reminds me a little bit of Britney Spears' first husband. What was his name? Yeah. And I, boom, and you- Kevin Federline. Yeah. Like, I hit it, like, at You're one very, second. very quick with that. I was quick. like, I was... I was actually, I was already regretting even having, like, asked you, because I thought, oh, this is going to turn into a, just an annoying, uh, I don't know. Two old yeah, guys you, not knowing who it is. No, Kevin Federline. nailed it. I nailed yeah. it. And, and Irwin points out, in full stride, he says, Sean produced Kevin Federline in full stride. Got to at least pretend you don't know, LOL. <laughs> Two things here. One, I am a huge Britney Spears fan, so anything Britney Spears, oh. I at the very oh. least know their their names, you know? Yeah. Um, number two, uh Kevin Federline did a little bit of work in WWE as well. So he did? He did, yeah. Just Back like, when he was at the peak of his it, the kind peak, of proximity fame. Yeah. I'll call it yes. proximity fame because yeah, he was yeah. around. I was yeah. struggling for the how to categorize the fame. that Like, he, yeah, LeVar Ball wound up on WWE one night. You know, like that. Like, yeah. Uh, LeVar Ball had a little bit more to do with his fame, though, too. I mean, obviously, it was his sons that were the yeah. uh, the the genesis, but he really put himself out there. With Kevin Federline was just around. He was just glomming yeah. on, yeah, for sure. So that's that's how I knew. All right, let's get to acknowledging some folks here. Um, and let's hey, real quick, real yeah, quick, was yeah. Kevin Federline a dancer? Yes, for, he was one of Britney's dancers. Yeah, tell you what? Yeah. That's what I tell man. If you're a young straight dude. Get yourself oh. into dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Competition level for the other stuff is not, yeah. You're, you've got a, yeah. Leg up. Yeah. You become like a glistening, a glistening pinnacle yeah. Yeah. of availability. Yeah. You, you might it's, marry uh, Britney Spears. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. When Britney's like, wow, yeah. look at all those young, really in shape dudes over there. I wonder which one would genuinely like to be with me. How many? You've like- got a big advantage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The answer might be you. One. Yes. That's it. All right. Um, let's get to acknowledge me. And look, I'm a, I, I, I can be the bigger man here. I'm not a huge Patrick Mahomes fan, but Patrick Mahomes. Acknowledge me. He's the new era Brady, at least for now. He's on his way. He's got a lot more work <sighs> to do, but three Super Bowls in five years. He's like Brady right now, but with stupid arm talent and a really corny Kermit voice. He had 333 yards passing. 66 yards rushing, and this was the game-winning play right here. First and goal at the three. Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and ticking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front, receiver in motion, low snap. He runs and he throws, caught, touchdown! It's caught! Hardman caught the ball! The Chiefs have won! The Chiefs have won! The entire bench empties! Chasing Mahomes in the end zone! Their third Super Bowl in five years. Harlan, that's Kevin Harlan on the call. Westwood won. Um, I don't know what I, else to say. Seth I Mahomes turned, is uh, the I'll acknowledge them, but man, I've never turned the game off so fast. After, oh, I went straight I, I watched, to bed. I watched zero of the post game or yep. anything, man. Yep. I had no appetite for it. I, that's where they are. Like, right? Like, they even interviewed those guys about it before the game about just, you know, they, they understand that they're hated now because they're so damn good. Yes. This makes it even this worse. The goal yeah. for the Texans is to have the rest of the country be sick of them at some point. Yeah. No, and especially, I think, for Texans fans, especially last night, you're looking for proof of concept. You know? You're looking for, hey, this is, this is the system that you're, you're, uh, you're copying in a lot of respects, both offensively and defensively. Yep. The one thing I would say is I think that uh, D'Amico... D'Amico may have done a better job than Steve Wilkes there defensively in the, in the fourth quarter in overtime. That was uh, maybe if D'Amico were still there, they would have won. That, yeah. I wonder if they're talking about that this morning. I, like, I wonder that. I know the play you're talking about with the Blitz, where they just got fried on that play. I wonder if Wilkes, you know, if we're if we're listening to San Francisco radio this morning, yeah. who's catching the brunt of it? Do you think today? You know, is it is it Kyle Shanahan? Is it Boy. is it Brock Purdy? Is it Steve Wilkes? I think I think they're going to have questions about Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, just what is Brock Purdy? What do you do moving forward? Uh, they're gonna. Shanahan, if I'm a 49ers fan, I think you got to be simultaneously be frustrated with Shanahan now having both as a coordinator and as a head coach. Shanahan has now blown a double digit lead in a Super Bowl three times, and I know he wasn't the head coach with the Falcons, but he, it was his he was, decision. He was to a catalyst. Keep passing, yeah. yeah. And 
but what are you going to do about it? You know, or do you really feel that you'd be better off with somebody else? So it's just one of those things where you're frustrated and you hope it changes. And, yeah, you came really, really close a couple times now with him as a head coach. Um, but that's where I think ultimately it probably comes back on Purdy. Yeah. That you look at, all right, what was special in that game? Boy, when healthy, the receivers looked special as hell, including mm-hmm. Jawan Jennings. The You know, McCaffrey looked special as hell at times. Brock Purdy never really looked special in that game. No, no, he did not. Um, as long as we're acknowledging uh, coaches, Andy Reid. Acknowledge me! You almost feel like you've acknowledged Mahomes. you got to acknowledge Reid. They're hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, back-to-back Super Bowl champions for the first time since 2003 and 2004 with the New England Patriots. So it's it's been a little like baseball. Remember the Astros are like, hey, man, we're trying to go back-to-back for the first time since the late 90s. Um, that's the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs we've had in two decades. You just sent me this number, Seth, and this is – I think this says everything you need to know about just the level of yeah. moxie, capitalizing on experience, all those things with the Chiefs. Since 2019, the Chiefs are 5-1 and one in playoff games where they have at any point been trailing by 10 or more points. So if they trail by double digits at any point in the game, they go on to win that game five out of six times. The rest of the NFL, 6-48. and 6-48. and 48. The Chiefs are 5-1 and one, the rest of the NFL – is six and forty eight. They're is, never uh, they're are, never dead. They're never dead. How are they compared to the rest of the league when down twenty four nothing in the playoffs? Is they're that, uh, they're, they're uh, I believe they're one and zero oh since twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I believe Just the rest. Checking. of the NFL. I'm sure if we had any company in that. That was uh, that was rough. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was <laughs> um, tough. Oh, uh, somebody else pointed out too. The 49ers fans are talking about Moody and his blocked extra point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I mean that was that was everything in that game. Yep. Man. Yep. Ugh. Blocked extra point, the the punt that that hit the was it Looter? Is that the name um, of the player in the leg? Yeah, yeah. Looter. Yeah, and that was just a that was just dumb, stupid luck. Yeah. And poor Looter, poor Looter was the most hated and despised man in America for ten seconds, uh, and then immediately people. I, I apologized out loud at home, and and also thanked God that I hadn't uh, like skewered him with a tweet or something. Yeah. The other thing too is just the thing that felt eerily like the Bills Chiefs game was when Greenlaw got injured because in the Bills game. You know, the, the, those the injured linebackers are ultimately what made the difference, and that was a big part of this game was Drake Greenlaw, who, honestly, I know people said like he, he certainly wasn't jogging back out onto the field. Mm-hmm. Greenlaw, every time you saw him at any point in that game on the field during a play or not on a foot, was sprinting full speed everywhere. Oh, he was that a maniac. Was so amped up. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was, yeah. he was a maniac. Maybe a little too amped up running back onto the field. Who knows? Um all right, I'm going to acknowledge a group of people here. The betting public. Acknowledge me! Which I'm one, but I was on the wrong side of this game. But apparently the books, Seth, the sports books in Vegas and, and other places, yeah. needed the 49ers and a low-scoring game. A lot of the public was on the Chiefs getting two points, the narrative being, oh my God, yeah. I'm getting points with Patrick Mahomes, and the over, which happens a lot with the Super Bowl. A lot, you know, You get a lot of... A lot of just, you know, casual bettors, and they like, you know, people like to root for scoring, not defense. So the game was playing out just fine for the sports books pretty much the whole game. And then the Chiefs got their legs under them offensively, and then it goes to overtime. The total on this game settled in at 46.5. The final score was 25 to 22. The books mm. got yeah. killed. On this game yesterday. So good job, America and the betting public. You took it to the man last night. It, it really was. I'm not even trying. I'm not trying to brag here. I just heard a lot of people say this um, leading up to the game, myself included, was I just I just didn't quite get how the 49ers could be favorites in that game. Um, and I understand that, like, in, in general, usually in the Super Bowl, the regular season track record takes over. But... The the Chiefs defense in a lot of respects was just simply more solid and sound than the 49ers defense. Yeah. Um, yeah, good job betting public. Way to go. Way to win way to win some money. Vegas itself, the actual city of Las Vegas. Yeah, though. let's acknowledge, acknowledge Vegas. Acknowledge me. I thought they did a phenomenal job with this. And yeah. we were there all week. I was there until Sunday morning. Um it was Vegas did a tremendous, tremendous job. They once they get done promising all these other Super Bowls to different cities, I don't think they'll ever do this because the Super Bowl is always used as a bargaining chip to get new stadiums and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I would not complain if they had it there every year. And this is as somebody who you and I had to get up at 2.15 every day, a.m., 
to do our yeah. 4 a.m. radio show. So I'm saying that as somebody whose social life all week long was seriously hindered by our schedule. Tremendous yeah. job by Las Vegas. I didn't. Um, I didn't partake in hardly anything of like the fun stuff, other than our, you know, our dinners were fun. But I was. I don't gamble, and I was. I didn't get to go to. Any, I thought I was going to maybe, you know, go see some shows or go inside the sphere. The sphere was like 200 yards away from us. Didn't do that. Um, and yet, it was my favorite Super Bowl ever, just because of the. It just that. That city accommodates it. I said, like, uh, like a restaurant can accommodate uh, a, a party of ten mm-hmm. at a restaurant. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, we'll just we'll move some chairs around. Here you go, boom, yeah. we're good to go. Yeah. It's just like it was, it's a minor disturbance, if anything, but it just keeps on operating. Like the the city's going to keep operating. It was great, man. It was yeah. great. I mean, like the the only like if I were to the only complaints I have were largely stuff that was out of Vegas's control. Like it rained all week. It was cold and rainy all week. Like they can't yeah. do anything about that. I will say this. Vegas host committee, if you're listening, um, as far as Radio Row goes, really good setup, nice and spread out. It was very well set up. Um, I would like, I would like for the Vegas host committee to acknowledge us, Ben. Acknowledge, acknowledge me. that there are hosts that get to Radio Row at like three thirty in the morning that aren't from the Pacific time zone. And please have some coffee and water and snacks ready for us. They started okay. out strong and then it fell off. Real yeah, that was weird. That. The yeah. first day, I'm like, they're on. They, they are. They're on it, man. And then they just a, gave up. There was a there's a chair shortage too. There, there was, was a, a lot of jockeying shortage. around with various people grabbing chairs and stealing chairs yes. and everything. Yes, I would never partake of such a thing, but I would point. We, okay. we did get there awful early in the morning, and we always had as many chairs as we needed. Seth but I, uh, other than that, yeah. Well, the one day that we stayed late to interview Casario, we did it at a side table that was empty. Yeah, There were no chairs at that table, so we took a couple of chairs from, I'll say it, the 33rd team. Yeah. Uh, they were there, and we took their chairs before they got there. And then the two guys that were the 33rd team show up, and they're looking around like, where are our chairs? And Seth and I have our heads buried in our laptops. Like, uh, we were texting each other. <laughs> should we, were, we tell them? We were, we were texting each other. I said, should we tell them? And you're like, why? Bo- no. <laughs> Goody two-shoes, Give up these chairs? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then I stood up and acted like I was going to help them find other chairs. I was like, I don't know. Gosh, yes. There certainly is a shortage of chairs here, isn't there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, all right, well, good luck, fellas. I see some over there. Yeah, there's, yes. sit- there's people sitting in them. I know, but yeah. there's chairs yeah i'm yeah. just trying to help you out here 33rd team all right pain and pendergast with you man we still got a lot of stuff to get into from the super Bowl. we didn't even get to acknowledge commercials there's a commercial circulating right now we can tease this into the next segment there's a commercial circulating right now with a very famous actor with texas football roots that i think a lot of texan fans think he is conveying a take that's exclusive to the houston texans I hate to spoil this for everybody, but we're going to do it next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Right, it was a great week in Vegas. So much fun being back at the Super Bowl. Hopefully you guys enjoyed us being there. Everybody's back today. At least that we know of. Everybody's back. Of all the hosts here on the station, the one maybe least likely to make it in today would be Ron the Show Hughley because he's celebrating he's celebrating today. He was celebrating on social media last night. He's a you know, he's he's from KC, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess he's going to be in to take his victory lap today. That's my hunch. Nick um, Wright, Nick Wright uh, will be oh, in full celebration full mode. Full celebration mode, yeah. Apparently we are contractually obligated to always have at least one full-time host who's a 
uh, Kansas City KC native ties. and yeah. Homer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we got this question. Um, I saw this on the text page from a few people. Like, hey, did you guys see that Texans targeted <laughs> ad last night from United Airlines? Yeah. Um, and, and I did, I did, I did text her, this is plural. I did see that. Seth saw it too. This, if you missed it, this it's a 30 second ad starring Kyle Chandler, who played coach Taylor on Friday night lights. It's a little bit of Texas ties, right? Here was Kyle Chandler's message to the Texans and Texan fans about next season. Houston, I know you're watching other people's teams play today, but today is all they get. Tomorrow is yours. The pieces are all there. Next season, you put them together and win it all. Texans fans, this is about believing. Believing so hard that you book your flight to next year's big game before the season even starts. Because believing that hard can change everything. Boy. So you hear the the, the United riff right there. The caption on the screen was a reminder that if you did indeed book your flight to the Super Bowl next year as a Texan fan, Mm -hmm. that... United offers the ability to change flights with no fees. Oh, so that okay. so that I was can the do message. That right now, yeah, okay. yeah. And if they hmm. happen to not make it, you can change your flight with no where's with this, no charge. Where's the Super Bowl next year? New Orleans. Oh, oh, we'd be driving most would, likely. Yeah, like yeah, we would be driving. So that doesn't hit as hard for Houstonians. Who you know, it's it's a shorter process in many ways to drive to but, New Orleans than it is to go to the airport and fly there. United doesn't want you to know that. Neither does uh, neither does the high school no. football coach. I'm taking. He I'm, wants to spend your money. Yeah, I'm taking on Big Airline right now, Seth. That's what I'm yeah. doing. Friday Night Lights doesn't doesn't care about your wallet. So a lot of people were like, "Wow, did the whole country just watch Kyle Chandler yeah. prop up the Texans and Houston fans? I mean, essentially go on the record thinking like, man, we can win this thing next year. Yeah. Um, I hate to break this to everybody, but he did one of these for the Bears. He did one of these for the Browns. Yeah. He did one of these for several Broncos, other. Broncos, I saw at Broncos, least that. Yeah, yeah like teams that yeah. didn't even make the playoffs he's doing these yeah. things for. He even did one for the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, you're here. And whatever happens tonight, remember who you are. So next season, when you try to get here again and they tell you no one's that lucky, you know this isn't about luck. It's about believing in a dynasty. It's about believing so hard that you book your flight to next year's big game before the season even starts. Because believing that hard is everything. I I got it. I, oh, wait. Oh. Okay, I just want to hear the riff. I do get excited about that. By the way, United does have the best safety videos. Or the, like the little video they show in the beginning where they have the, the different flight attendants walking through different parts yeah. of the world. And you hear that t- tag at the end. I do get kind of amped up for the flight attendants. <laughs> it is a good production. It is. It really is. Um... <laughs> But now, having said that, I, I got to admire them trying to basically shame people into buying airline tickets. Like, if you're a true fan, if you believe, it's not about it's not about making a a rational business decision. Yeah, it's not about the time value of money or anything like that. It's about whether or not you genuinely believe in your football team or not. If you believe in your football team, you will buy a ticket to New Orleans. One year in advance. Now. Right well, now. Seth, no change fees, I'm told, via caption. Yeah. Um, that's what I need to know. I wonder if this data will ever come out. Like, did they see a surge in ticket airline ticket buying in the various NFL cities where they ran these ads? Because I'll tell you it's right very, now. Yeah. It's it's usually it's usually uh you don't usually see a call to action necessarily right. in a Super Bowl ad. It's very much about branding. Yeah, this was almost like a call to action. Yes, like hey, do it now. Right, while supplies last. Right, yeah. right, and that's where I need to, I need to know. Did he do one of these for the Carolina Panthers? Like I need to hear that one because here's the thing about the Texans. Like that's a reasonable expectation is that you and I are having conversations midway through next season that the Texans can be one of those eight or ten teams that are on the short list of possible Super Bowl winners. My guess is we're going to get final power rankings coming out today or tomorrow across all the various across all the various outlets, right? ESPN, all the ones where we do the power ranking of the power rankings um, during the season are all going to probably come out with final Regular or final postseason after everything power rankings yeah. and the Chiefs will be one, the Niners will be two, and then it's a free for all after that. I would guess that the Texans are going to come in somewhere around 
probably 10th or 11th on that yeah. list for next season. I'll tell you another thing. I'm on the United website right now. Yeah. And I can't buy anything past January 14th of 2025. Okay. So I guess they won't see an immediate bump unless there's a glitch on their website. Unless or something. you want to take a one-way flight to New Orleans in the middle of January and just stay there till the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I can only buy one down. month out right hey, now. Parker, yeah. Seth and I are going to bring a Comrex and do our show from the French Quarter for a month before before y'all get here. Yeah, get down. Let's do That'd it. Be awesome. That'd be, let's do it. Um, the oh god no 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 I was gonna I was gonna shift gears did you did you have something else to add I just the Super Bowl ads in general I felt like uh, I felt like Tom Brady came out pretty strong in this one and yeah. uh, as far as as far as because Tom Brady was in the Dunkin' Donuts one and then he was also in the the one just for uh, MGM Grand right right one of the casinos the betting where he yeah. wins too much. Where he dressed up, where he dressed up like three-time billiards champion, yeah. such and such. That was pretty funny. Post-retirement uh, Brady is really good. Plus, whatever that new soda was that said it was going to define what soda is, I, can't, I really wanted to go out and get one. Yeah, uh, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. Their ad was good. Their ad had me. A, yeah, same thing. Same thing. They said I, I was a little surprised. They said like. He said none of the bad stuff. Like you just said, that it had five grams, five of, grams sugar. of sugar. Like I know it's a, it's a lot less of the bad stuff, but it's right. not like it's, not none. You just you just told me there's five grams you're of the sugar. There's five grams of the bad stuff. You're in literally there. false <laughs> advertising yes, right now. Yes, right and yet now. and yet I really really wanted one. Yeah. I wanted to try one. Um, as you know, I stayed a couple extra days uh, in Vegas. You guys all went home on Friday afternoon. I stayed till Sunday morning. Because I had the Shaq's Funhouse party and the Gronk Beach party all within yeah. just mere hours of each other. So, yeah. So, here's okay. So, um, this is I, I got to go courtesy of my friend Matt Appleby. He's the CEO of Zamora. Zamora owns Yellow Rose. Yeah. So, this, this is, uh, you know, I met Matt through doing commercials for them. We become good friends. So, we stuck around for a couple, or I stuck around for a couple days. He and many of their distributors and things like that were in for the Super Bowl and they were. They were sponsors of both of these parties. So the Shaq, the Shaq's Funhouse party was interesting. Um, Lil Wayne was the headliner. Yeah. He didn't go on stage till 2.30 in the morning. I was long <laughs> gone by the time Lil Wayne got on stage. There's no more impressive feat of endurance than that of a, of a rapper. A performer. They, dude, no, they do. Rappers, though, especially. Yeah. Like, I, they do so many shows at, like, Two thirty-three in the morning. Yeah. And then they're on a jet somewhere else the next day. Yeah, this um, that's impressive. The Shack party started at ten p.m., so yeah. we, we got there around ten ten thirty. It was it was at the wind, like by the pool. So it was outdoors. It was really cold, kind of rainy. We were very lucky. We we uh, we sought refuge in the cabana tents that the Gronkowskis had. Oh, so, you're in the you're in the Gronkowski cabanas. Cab- two cabanas, the, and I was in the yeah. one of the Gronk cabanas and. Uh, Gronk Gronk, Rob, was not there. Yeah. He didn't get there till Saturday, but all okay. the brothers were there. And if you follow mm-hmm. the Gronkowskis, like, the brothers all like to party just like Rob does, as does yeah. the old man. I talked to the old man for a little while. Yeah, the Gronk yeah. Gronk no, dad. There was a, that was an interesting household growing up in Buffalo. Yes. That they were, yeah, like, they were raised by their dad. They lived with their dad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And yet, there, Mr. Gronkowski was very... Uh, like he instilled in them, uh, some people might be surprised by this. It's been written about a lot, uh, like a certain financial conservatism about them. Mm-hmm. Like Gronk, Gronk parties like crazy, but usually it's almost always sponsored. Yeah, like he's getting paid to party. Yes, like he just he didn't touch his actual football money forever because he was living off of his his endorsement money or vice versa. Yeah, it's one, one or the it other. I can't yeah. remember either. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that that part was fun. Like I didn't. I I saw Shaq there, and he walked past us, and. Yeah. But we were we just stayed in those cabanas because it was freezing and there were so many Gronkowskis. It was fun, you know. What was the was it was it like what you would think it would be or was it a little bit more toned down? No, the Shack one was the, the the Gronk Beach. The next day was more my speed. Um, yeah. yeah, that like was just more like a casual kind of people hanging out. And yeah, having, I mean, so Gronks did feel like like what you expected. Like yes. it was intense. Yeah, like a frat party or something. Yeah, kind of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and the Gronkowski's up on stage spraying champagne all over the crowd. A lot of just people yelling and screaming for no reason at all. Just like yeah, Gronk, woos. A lot of woos. Gronk jumping up and down with a little person on his shoulders. I saw that. Was that a little? Was that a famous little person? I don't know. It I don't wasn't. Know. I was trying to make it out. You yeah. Like a, okay. All I don't. Right. I don't know. 
Um, but the, yeah, the Shaq one was less my speed. It was fun. I had a great time. Don't get me wrong. But it, and some of it was it was on Friday night. It didn't start till ten thirty. Yeah. You know, you and I had those early wake up calls all week. But I made it. I made it till about two two thirty. I felt great for the Gronk party. We got to this is how. So the Gronk party was at the Encore, which is right next to the Win. And yeah. so me and Matt and um, Donovan Lewis, who's a host on the on the ticket up in Dallas, great dude. So we, we you know we, we became good friends this weekend. The three of us go over to the Encore for the Gronk party at like ten thirty in the morning, and we're at the front driveway. Our Uber drops us off. There's a cab parked in the driveway with no driver in it. There's another cab that had just pulled up like maybe fifty yards behind it, and the cab driver got out the one the the fifty yards behind it cab. The cab driver got out to help the people with their bags and left the car in drive. (laughs) (laughs) And so the car just starts rolling and takes off and rear ends another cab in the other driveway. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, this is how this day is going to go. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. At the Encore, which is one of the nicest hotels in Vegas. We had a fender bender. It was great. Um, Whose cab driver was it? Nobody's just two people. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's two just, random okay, people. Yeah, we just saw it, yeah. it happen. We just saw it happen. Is all. I'm, I'm realizing as you're telling these stories, I've got a little bit of Shaq Gronk dyslexia. They're they're similar enough that I just when you're saying Shaq, I'm picturing Gronk, and when you're saying Gronk, I'm picturing yeah. Shaq. Yeah. yeah, I um okay. I caught some heat on Twitter yesterday because I drank a lot at the Gronk Beach party, and some yeah. of his former teammates started to show up. And oh. at one point, oh yeah, at, at one point, <laughs> you saw, saw this? this. Yeah, you saw this. At one point, I was told. <laughs> At one point, I was told uh, Danny Amendola and Julian Edelman had both shown up. Yeah. So I'm walking to go backstage because I had a wristband to go backstage. I'm walking from the main party area to go backstage, and there's there's a bunch of people like k- kind of up above the hallway there, like on a stage, kind of hanging yeah. over, signing things and handing them to people and whatnot. And I looked up, and there's a little white dude up there signing and handing things, and I scream, Danny Very clean Am- cut, put together. Very clean yeah. cut. Looked exactly like a slot receiver. Yeah. Danny Amendola, Texans legend. And he's not paying any attention to me. And I'm like, oh, he's just ignoring me because he thinks I'm being snarky. Yeah. And then even once I sobered up, I had the uh, wherewithal to post the video of me doing that, thinking it was still Danny Amendola. It was Julian Edelman. Now, yeah. he had shades on. <laughs> I didn't. And I, I was really it. confused. I was looking at the picture when I saw that. I was yeah. like, is the guy turning away from the camera? Is yeah. that Danny Amendola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought Edelman was Amendola because all they all look alike to me. The white That's, slot receivers. Yeah, David Anderson you, sat down and I said, hey, Julian, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. One year I thought Steve Smith was Nelly. Uh, so <laughs> pretty good. So that's a bit, as far as messing up receivers, I feel yeah. like yours was a less hazardous one that wasn't going to get you dragged on social media and accused of various. No, things well, like I, that. I, yeah. I owned it. There, yeah, I, I, yeah. I did. I tweeted it out from the airport on Sunday yeah. morning. Like, hey, upon further review, there's no way that Danny Amendola didn't hear me screaming Texans legend <laughs> at him. And somebody yeah. replies, "Bro, that's Edelman." Yeah, yeah. So I retweeted <laughs> and I said, "Upon further review, this may be Julian Edelman." And I may have, and they may look alike to me. Okay. Hey, speaking of the airport, <laughs> you know who I saw in the airport in the, in the Southwest Terminal on Sunday morning? My arch nemesis, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. DeAndre oh. Hopkins jumping on a Southwest flight. Yeah. On uh, on Sunday morning. Sunday when you were morning. Yes. With he was, me, so he was leaving Las Vegas on yeah, Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Went over. Okay. I said hello. We you know he, we we we've laid yeah. our weapons down. Everybody knows. Did he remember? That. He, did he even remember that you two had he, an exchange? Yeah. Because he we could because we DM'd about it. You know. Yeah. He, he, so yeah. He I, I reminded him. I said yeah DeAndre yeah he I, I reminded him a little bit. He remembered. Yeah. Um, but we've yeah we've um we've we've laid our weapons down. It was, did you it was say? Cordial. Did you DM him afterwards and be like, "Hey, great seeing you, bro"? I did actually. Did you? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. I did. <laughs> Gotta get you back to the H, man. <laughs> Where was he going? What city was he going I, to? Um, I, it, it was a different terminal. I didn't ask. It was probably. Oh, okay. I'm guessing either Phoenix or Nashville or, yeah, probably one of those. He wasn't going to not not going to Houston. Uh, I, was I was a little surprised. Uh, a lot of those guys still live here. I gamed the system on my way out of town. I try to. I'm usually pretty good at getting a middle seat if there's only like two or three. Just for like, I'm still big enough that I can look like somebody that you don't want to sit sandwiched in, in between. Um, but I went. I went to the back row right from the beginning because it was a busy flight, and I ended up instead because I had the two. I had the two seats empty to me 
for too long. So the last couple that had gone on and made it into the back mm-hmm. um, got on next to me, which wasn't a big deal because there's this tiny little woman um, in this big hulking bodybuilder who was Jeez. like the perfect, it was the perfect couple to leave Vegas with because it was almost like, um, it was like Joe Pesci and uh, Marissa Tomei, yeah. kind of like that, except with like a jacked little dude or a jacked big dude yeah. instead of Joe Pesci, but with the accents and everything. And I very much got the sense that, um, the woman was not to be making conversation with me. Oh, really? It was, oh, yeah. Like, I kind of, like, I kind of, she sat down and I was like, hey, listen, I'll try to keep my arm over, you know, like as much as possible. I know I'm big. And, and, and she, like, yeah, I, it felt uncomfortable. And, uh, like, he, I, I could just almost feel it and sense it. This dude that was wearing the, he was, wasn't just wearing a tank top. He was wearing one of those ones that has, like, a, like a G-string between your clavicles. Oh, yeah. Like a bodybuilding yeah, shirt. Yeah, like yeah. needed everybody to see his lats. A lot of delts and, uh, and lats yeah, and scapulae. Yeah, 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 yeah all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, and she was playing blackjack on her phone the whole way. But other than that, <laughs> that wasn't as much fun as seeing and talking to DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, it was for like a minute. It was, I mean, it was literally like 5.30 in the morning. So which party? So the Gronk party lived up to maybe your expectations. Yes, then? yeah, they, okay. sh- they both were what I expected. I, I, if you'd asked me which one I was going to have a better time at going in, a shack party outdoors at night, starting at ten thirty, in a week where I've been sleeping three hours a night, or Gronk, yeah. which started at noon, was during the day, and it was over at six p.m. I go back and get a nice steak at the hotel and go to bed. I would have yeah. guessed the Gronk party. So they both were Gronk, expectations. Was Gronk drunk enough that that's why he missed that twenty-five yard field goal? Yes, I probably. But boy, he's like, I feel like if there's any human being on the planet that knows how to muscle through being hungover the next day yeah. to play well or do something at a high level, it's Gronk. And that only took like twenty seconds. Yeah, from the time they introed that, I was very confused. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, he missed. For those wondering, he missed the missed the ultimate field goal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 